The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. Well, I haven't gone away, so we're back, still in Vegas, for a second episode of Pile of Scrap. And I'm here with the chairman of ISRI, a friend of mine, Gary Champlin. I got Thank that you, right. John. Yeah, I, didn't Champlin. Call, I didn't call you Chaplin. No, you didn't. That was, that like was very nice. I didn't call you Charlie. So let me tell you what a privilege it is to be on Pile of Scrap. I was telling a few people that we were going to do this, and they go, no way, you're going to be on Pile of Scrap. <laughs> I said, yeah, and they got excited. They got pumped about it. So well, I appreciate you asking me and uh, let you know it is a privilege. Well, I thank you. You know what, though? It, this is what a great segue. Gary, you were chairman your first year. No people, nothing. You know, well, we did get together. Yeah. Then COVID came back, yeah. and you're here. Finally, you get a convention yep. that you get to be part of, and you get to participate yeah. and run. You got to be pumped up. We are, and I think part of it, you know, getting here today, the the wine is just a little bit sweeter. I mean, because there's been so much that we have dealt with, and not all negative. I mean, when you have adversity come at you, you uh, you respond. And uh, it's really made this time, I mean, just getting on the plane, it, we already won. <laughs> there you go. I mean, for two years, I couldn't even get on a plane, right? Yeah, this is true. So this has been great. So my wife, Deborah, and I, we're, we're, we're ready. We're ready to be here with our brothers and sisters and in recycling, and we're expecting to just just really have a good time. So rumor on the street is this could be the biggest convention Top two, top three, how we look? Yeah, let's let's grab top three on paid registrants, people that have paid to be here, uh, possibly top two there, but we'll be in the top three on total. So everything's, uh, yeah, we didn't even. All you're doing. <laughs> now, Mark Mark Lewin would say, "Take credit, Gary." <laughs> well, you know, congratulations. But now it's, it's the team. It's everybody. Has it been great though. The, this whole pre-planning and yeah. Yeah, and it's been fun. I mean, you know, from, from a virtual convention to here, how much more fun is this? Well, the virtual had its moments, right? Not as an exhibitor. <laughs> none, none that, no, not as an exhibitor. <laughs> but, you know, it was the exhibitors why we had the success we had. Because if it wasn't for the exhibitors stepping up, knowing what they were looking at, um, you know, it wouldn't have happened in the first place. You know, so let me tell you something. You gave us a lot of... Let me tell you, as a former okay. chairman, I know what it means to have your exhibitors. Yeah. And as an exhibitor, I know what it's like to be an attendee as an exhibitor. But, you know, somebody was asking me, hey, you know, you didn't have the ex exhibit for two years. You know, what did you learn? And you thought, you said, well, you don't necessarily need the convention. Until it became real again yeah, that yeah. we get to have the convention. And it's like pulling out all the stops. We're, yeah. I can't tell you how excited everybody at Sierra is to be able yeah. to come and see everybody, meet people that we are so excited. And, and so this is a question I have. Okay. Why wouldn't somebody come to the convention if you're an ISRI member? And why wouldn't you join ISRI? What is, why? You know, that, that is a good question. And I don't, I don't have their answer why they wouldn't. But I, but I can tell you, just from my point of view, 
you have the opportunity to be part of something much bigger than yourself. I mean, we all have part of this industry. We do. And we share in that. And as we come together, that just becomes more, more, and more to be part of. And yes, you build momentum. You build excitement. Um, people, the failure of virtual is people need tangible things. They need to see. They need to touch. They need to have that relationship. They need that networking. And that's what makes it work. So if you're part of this industry and you're not attending and you're not a member of ISRI, I mean, that's, that's, that's a huge deficit right from the start. And the ones that love it are your competitors because they know. Yeah, they know the value. Yeah. They know the value. Well, you know, all right, you segued into competition. <laughs> I did a podcast where I called the government, governments, local governments, state governments, and federal governments, the biggest competitor to us in the recycling industry. Respond to that comment. What you as chairman have learned in the last couple of years, how would you respond to that? As far as the government being, being our, our biggest? Being the biggest competitor, not the not ABC recycling down the street. Yeah, they, they compete with us in a lot of ways. They, they compete with us on when we do business, and we do. I mean, our industry is very solid about moving forward on doing business the right way. But when things become so overburdensome and so definition-driven, and it becomes so bureaucratic, that competes. That competes for our focus, our time, our ability to, to move forward. Another thing which came about during COVID, we, we competed with the government for the people that could come and do the work we have. I mean, the government, because of the pandemic, came out with all these additional programs they gave people funds to stay at home. Right. And they did it at the federal level. They did it at the state level. And I can remember a couple of years everybody was, ago, everybody was talking about a $15 minimum wage. But the average person that stayed at home through COVID was banking or was making about $25 an hour. Yeah, and to, we all So they competed that. with us. But we were fortunate because of our efforts as a trade association yep. and your leadership to be able to get you know, we were part of the essential business because we yep. supply. We were the raw material supplier yep. to essential business. Once we uh, articulated that to the government at the state and federal level, recycling is essential. We're an essential part of the manufacturing community. We're an essential part of jobs. We're an essential part of tax revenue that the government brings in. And when you explain all that to them, they, they did pay attention. I like to say, and I say it probably every podcast, we are the original environmentalist. Yes. The recycler, we are because we take materials to get them repurposed and we process it so they can be repurposed, recycled. And I think sometimes that message to government officials doesn't resonate with them and we seem to want to fight this so as as chairman what do you think the 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 big hurdle that we have crossed if we've crossed or what headway have we made just in letting government know that we are an eco-friendly business and without us natural resources are going to get depleted and devastated yeah 
I guess what I, how I want to answer that, that, that's something that hasn't come all the way yet. It's something we're continually. It's a journey, Gary. Yeah, it's a we're journey. We're never going to arrive working, there, I don't think. Well, we're working on it, and we're working to those ends. But to say that we've crossed that hurdle, I would have to say we're crossing that hurdle. Right. And, that, and that's what's going on. So your question was more definitive than I feel we are as well, an association okay. at this point. Well, you know, that's fair. See, it, the thing is, is, you know, when I was chairman, yeah. DSW became the big issue, definition of solid waste. Sure. And I was the there. EPA would uh, um, the EPA's edict was not very friendly to our industry. Yep. So we we attacked it. We we filed a response. It took EPA, I think, three and a half, four years to respond to us. Yeah. But we won that. And so we knew we had the right people on the you know on the the feedback back you know responding. And so you know there I don't think there's anything concrete to say we've made it to the end. No. But you feel we're making headway. So the recycling is essential. Where where we're really gaining ground there, it's happening at the state level. Uh, I think we had as many as 11 states this last year actually put it into law. We're looking in 2022 to have more states do that also. Nice. Homeland Security came out initially when COVID hit, and we, we asked them to also take a look at recycling as being essential, really tied it to the manufacturing uh, process. They bought in wholeheartedly. They supported it. And it really allowed it allowed our members to keep operating. I mean, we still had all the CDC guidelines and everything you do in your business to stay safe and keep your people healthy. But we were allowed to go to work. We were allowed to show up. Well, that's and that was and that was huge. And that could have been a that could have been a that could have been a barn burner right there if if that didn't happen. So do you remember having a conversation with Robin and and giving her your opinion about how to attack that? Do you remember that? Does that come up to you something? Because it was a big question. Some of us some of the recyclers in L.A. were getting pulled over their trucks. Yeah. So obviously you're part of this. What what you you were actually in in L.A. and California, you've dealt with uh, adversity probably to the degree of any recycler to a great degree, even before COVID. Right. I mean, I've, I've heard your stories, Doug's, George Adams' stories, and it's like, it, it, it's like, not that you've always been in COVID, but you've been dealing with adversity from your regulated communities. That's, your competitors. That's what I call them. That's what I'm saying. And it's, uh, it's amazing what you've been able to do out there. Now, I think one thing is we don't want that – uh, we don't want it in California, but we sure the heck don't want it to leave California. No, we to spread we, we across try to the U.S. The so, well, you know, because of Isri, yeah, we have we won a huge deal in California where Cal yep. Recycle wanted us to report our tonnages as waste, mm-hmm. and we said it's not waste. We're not reporting. We yep. sued. Yep. We won. But here's the best part: you have to be a Isri member to be exempt from filing that. How good is that? No, I think that's great. And I think that's great for our ISRI members in California. Now, did that include all the commodities or is it more specifically? You no, know, it was all anybody. That's was perfect. Resigned. That is perfect. So moving forward, Gary, now, you know, here we are. We're at, this is your last convention, but you've set forth motion, some, some concepts, some ideas. What do you see going forward from your leadership to that's going to be implemented that keeps ISRI 
focus and going down the road. You know, we come up uh, under Brian Shine's leadership with a term called One Isri. And One Isri, it, it's not something different than who we are. It's just acknowledging who we are. We've said for 20-some years, Isri, the voice of the recycling industry. And we truly are that, and that is what One Isri is. But it's allowed us to go back and focus on all the commodities, how they relate to each other. It's allowed us to go back and look at our governance structure and how we have chapters, and currently we're forming regions. I think we've had our two first regions come up this last July. And it's all about the communication from the divisions to the chapters and back. Right. And it's, it's something that we've got a lot of momentum, and we'll talk a little, I think we'll talk a little more about it here in a little bit. Yeah, well, so Brian, you say, kind of teed this up. He did. You're carrying the ball. Right now. And going to, to the chapters then, right? Yeah. Talk to, talk to us about your philosophy and why that's so important. I believe that if it doesn't happen at the Israel chapters and reasons regions, it will not be long for Israel. So this has to go into the chapters, and it's uh, so far so good. Well, fantastic! You know, yeah. here you are, chairman of Israel from an off commodity tires. You know, yeah. I, you know we're we've been heavy metal. Yeah. Pardon the pun. Uh, you know, most memberships have been from the metal side of our industry. Then we have a lot of people in the paper side of the industry. Then we True. grew to electronics and then plastics. Yep. And, and we've had tire and rubber. And so you get elected chairman. Tire and rubber, but your leadership. Yeah. It's, it's a testimony of who you are because nobody would have ever known you're from tire the way you've led this trade association. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I've never felt in leading this association I was just a singular commodity. I just, I don't feel that way. Well, you didn't lead that way. No, but it's those relationships you build and the interest you have. I mean, in an industry you love, even though I do tires and recycle tires and, and we also handle plastics. We do a little non-ferrous, a little ferrous because of the rims and sure. stuff and the steel from the tires and these type of things. But it's, uh, it's never been about that. I mean, it's been about the industry and how it moves and how trade works and uh, the commodities, what I'm finding out now as being chair and looking from that, it's how the commodities have the opportunity to work together and everybody benefits. Now, do we agree on every aspect? No. We're not going And we never will, right? But our strength, if, if your competitor that you started out with the government, you know, at the federal, and, and if that's truly our competitor, our strength, is the entire commodity community of recycling. That's our strength. If we try to do it on our own, we become a target. But together, that's, very, that's armor. That's something very hard for them to penetrate. So Brian Hennessy is gonna follow you. Yep. And I know you've shared that do a great vision, job. vision with him. Yes. What do you want your legacy to be? Or do you really care? Well. Oh, sure you care, but what, what my legacy, what I'd like to see is what's ever going to be best for all the commodities, all the ISRI members. That's going to bring the chapters up, the commodity strength, and you know, we, we strengthened the division right. un, under our leadership. No doubt about it. We strengthened the divisions. They really can operate like a chapter. They can raise, spend money. They can have 
Go ahead. No, I, I, it, it is so true. And I think, um, you know, it's not about giving you accolades here. But I'm about Thank you. truth. I don't, I don't I'm mean. about truths. Sure. And the truth is because of your style and the character you are, you were in your leadership there. That is bringing strength to the metals, the papers, the plat as divisions. Yeah. And that gets into the chapter. It morphs into the chapter. And but, you had good foresight. But keep in that. mind, Israel was already that. All I did was let Israel shine. That's all I did. I let Israel shine. Israel was already there. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. We're going to change subjects. Okay. <laughs> Your wife. Yes. Deborah. Yeah. The Rock. She is. Yeah. You take over chairman, and we're not even in person. You got to. She's yeah. right there. She is. Tell us about it. You know, she's been a great support, and we've had our conversations, you know, the what-ifs, the could-have-beens, and all that. But Deborah is somebody that, you know, in everything she does, I mean, she, she's a hospice nurse by profession, that. so she deals with a, a lot of uh, adversity in that. Uh, Deborah's also been a CASA, court-appointed special advocate for children, and uh, she did that for many years. And uh, so we never saw this, really, other than the initial shock, right? We were all in shock, and we're all trying to save our businesses and, and go to work every day and do all these things. But this wasn't, this wasn't something that in other areas in our lives we hadn't dealt with. So if COVID did anything, it creates chaos. That's what COVID does. Yes, it kills a lot of people, too. And it gets political and all these things. But if it does anything, it creates chaos. What I've learned with Deborah's help, you can manage chaos. It takes a heightened sense of awareness. You've got to know what's, what's coming at you. You're going to get a lot of constructive criticism because everybody's going to have a different opinion. Everybody. And they all do. And they all do. So you're going to get, but, and you're going to get criticism that isn't constructive. So you've just got to, fine-tune your abilities to know the difference and take the constructive criticism because that's going to help you. And the other, just walk away from. You know, don't indulge in it. But, uh, yeah, she's been my rock through all this. I, you know, if, if she shared with you, we've, we've had conversations. And, uh, you know, before I was, when I first got elected chair and I was heading to chairmanship, and it takes six years to get there, we, uh, we were sitting there, and I do believe life has purpose. So I go to her, what's the purpose of me being elected, you know, to someday lead this organization? What is, we were having dinner, what is the purpose? And neither one of us really could answer it. I mean, yeah, I have some talents and some abilities, but that, that's not what it is. And then when COVID hit, we were having dinner one night, and Deborah, and it had been a couple of years since we talked about it, and Deborah looked at me, and she goes, did you find your purpose? And I said, yes, I found my purpose to lead in the most difficult yep. times. That was my purpose. Well, you've done yourself, you know, it's an honorable job. Keep, you'll be able to, when you finish this convention and you look back, yep. there's no doubt you were a pillar as a chairman. You did an incredible job leading through the utmost difficult circumstances. And 
that's in my opinion when i look at you that's yeah. part of your le legacy well thank all you, right John. so i want to get on to a word scrap stay or go scrap goes i love except it except for this podcast oh i know pile what is scrap. Uh, uh, no no pile of raw material yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, that works. we're gonna we're gonna come with something else. All right, <laughs> favorite moment as chairman so far. Now we still got a convention ahead. So far, give me your favorite moment. It'll take a minute to tell you. July this summer, uh, we had two chapters becoming regions. We had some bylaw changes to do, and we also had to do some bylaw changes uh, to allow the commodities to participate on, um, you know, to encourage that, and. Uh, we had six bylaw changes at our July meeting, and, you know, we've got 50-some board mem members there. And uh, if you took all the nays, all the negative votes on those six bylaw changes, there was a total of two. That was my favorite moment as being chair of ISRI nice. to do six bylaw changes. You're a pretty good and, salesman then. And only, well, I, hey, it, it isn't me. It's everybody. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're a very there modest is, human. No, there is, I know it, there is no chair that does this by themselves. No. It takes that entire board. It does. It does. All right. So that was my favorite moment. All right. Fantastic. Okay. Funniest moment. All right. I'm going to bring Robin into the conversation. Oh, fantastic. Okay. That's one of my, she was in my funniest moment. So my funniest moment, and, and it's back to, you know, being virtual and doing Zoom calls. I was, I can't even remember what the subject was now, but I was hitting a home run. I was passionate i was putting it out there and everything i was probably a minute or two i wasn't really getting this response you know i mean but you get used to that you do four or five hundred zoom calls over time yeah. you know not everybody's really grabbing it yeah everybody's got their phone and robin right? says uh, gary you're on mute <laughs> and i mean oh. i had nailed it it oh, and, now and you, you can't yeah and now you you try to find the unmute button and you're searching for it and you do it and it's like it's all gone i couldn't do that twice and you it was like so Maxwell good. Maxwell Smart, when he would run, and no, Chief just... would ask him, can you repeat that? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. We so I, I couldn't do it. So I, I said, uh, you know, something that wasn't what I just said. But okay. So that was probably the funniest. All right. We're wrapping up here. Okay. Me, last words, last thoughts, Gary. You know, this has truly been one of the greatest uh, opportunities that I've ever had in my life. And I've had some good opportunities. But just to represent this industry, to represent the passionate people in this industry, to do everything you can. I mean, you, you become a warrior. You know, COVID, that was a war. And you had to be a warrior. And you had to show up every day. And it was adversity, adversity, adversity. But you found the silver linings. And, and you saw it in people's eyes because we were in it we were in the trenches together and you would see that and i just you know we're on the back side hopefully but let's not lose that let's not lose that because there's plenty of trenches out there yeah there's plenty more and they're coming more battles to be and fought. they're coming so yes, let's not lose that let's That's stay fantastic. together let's stay together Gary, john thank you. outstanding thank All you right. for coming on appreciate you and phenomenal job as chairman. Enjoy the next few days. It's going to be great. Right. Every moment, Gary. Okay. Soak it in. Thank you. All right. All right. God bless. You. And that's it for another episode of Pile of Scrap. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.